Welcome to the Growth Guru Podcast, the home of raw, unfiltered self-development advice that cuts through the noise. Strap in for real solutions, inspiring personal stories, and everything you need to become your very best self. If you're ready to unlock your true potential, then you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Growth Guru Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Leach, and I'm a life coach specializing in self-love. I help people all over the world finally feel good enough so that they can go after a life that they absolutely love, that is full of things that they deserve, and so they can get rid of these feelings of self-doubt and things like self-sabotage and anxiety. Now, this episode I'm really excited to share with you is a journaling special. Now, journaling is something that you will have heard about a million times. People talk about it all the time, and you might be sat there thinking, do you know what, it's a bit boring, it's really overrated, I've never tried it, but I don't like writing, it's not going to work for me, blah, 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 blah. Well, I hope that with this episode, I can give you a fresh perspective on why journaling is so helpful, that I can give you some tips on how to do it and to make it work for you, and to have you coming away feeling like you can give it a fresh attempt, you can find a way to make it fit into your life and reap all the benefits without being bored, without it being too time-consuming, and in a way that feels good to you. So if that sounds like something you'd like, then stick around. Like always, I'm not going to make this a super long episode. I'm going to try and keep it as short and sweet and straight to the point as possible. So let's get stuck in first with how I think I can change your perspective on the power of journaling. Now, we all know, realistically, that writing things down is like talking, I suppose, and you're talking it out, understanding it, whatever, whatever. You know, logically, it makes sense and it's helpful. If you're an overthinker, if you're someone with anxiety, if you generally feel stressed, if you have a lot going on in your life, you know logically that journaling is going to help you. But maybe you just don't do it. Maybe you don't do it very often. Maybe you find it too boring. Maybe there's part of you that goes, I know I should do it. I just don't really want to. But I want you to understand quite how powerful it is. And this is the analogy I'm going to give to you. If I said to you, you know, add together two plus two, very quickly in your head, you can tell me that's four. If I say to you, add together 314 and 775, eventually it wouldn't take you too long and you could do that in your mind. But if I said to you, times 329 by 1070, possibly you're not going to be able to do that in your head. This is how you have to start thinking about your thoughts. You are trying to understand, to manage, and to figure out every single thought in your head. You are not using a calculator. You're not using any sort of mass equation pen and paper. Instead, you're trying to figure it out all inside your mind. Now, eventually, if you continue to do that mass equation I gave you, you'd get frustrated. You'd get confused. You'd start looking at it and maybe the numbers wouldn't even look right anymore. In your mind, you'd be seeing them and they'd look strange and look confusing. And in the end, you'd give up. You wouldn't be able to do it. Or maybe you wouldn't. It would take a long, long time. But your mind has millions of mass equations going on at once. It's not just this one big one. It's lots of other ones. You have however many thoughts you have a day. If you're stressed, if you're worried, if you're anxious, you have even more. 
So you're trying to figure out all of these things in your head and then you wonder why you're stressed. You'll wonder why you don't have clarity. You'll wonder why other areas of your life suffer. You know, this isn't just about the overthinkers or the anxiety or having a full mind. If you can't get clarity on what you want in your life, perhaps you find it hard to set goals, perhaps you don't really understand what you want, what your desires are, it's because you've not got enough room in your mind. Think of journaling from this perspective. It's the mopping up process. It allows you to figure things out. It is the equivalent of using a calculator or of working things out manually with pen and paper. You are taking what is in your mind and you are putting it out onto a piece of paper. This is phenomenal for helping you manage your mind better and for helping you not only manage the stresses and what you're thinking about, but clear up that mental space to think about the things you actually want to be thinking about. You don't want to be figuring out what 999 times 647 is, do you? You don't want to spend your time or waste your time thinking about that. And the things that are going around your mind right now, they're wasting your time. Some of these will be sold easily just by putting them down on a piece of paper. So I want you to start seeing this as not something that's a little bit beneficial or not something that, you know, might make you feel a little bit better in the short term, but this is something that's actually quite vital. Now, we'll come on later into how there are different ways to journal. It doesn't necessarily have to be writing for you if you're not somebody that likes that. But you have to understand why this is something you cannot not do. And Again, we're going to come on to it later. It doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It doesn't have to be in a pretty book even. It doesn't have to be anything you probably think journaling is supposed to be. Instead, all you have to look at it is, is it's just a way of figuring out the equations. This is a way of getting things out of your head onto a piece of paper and helping you make sense of them. It's why we find talking helpful when we talk to our friends. It's why they say a problem shared is a problem halved because essentially we're talking about it. It's why possibly, you know, one of the reasons people love therapy. When you go to therapy, your therapist really helps you, but also you help yourself by talking about these things. And as you talk, have you ever had that where you're talking and as you're talking, you start to figure things out. It starts to make sense because you're having that conversation, you're getting it out of your mind, you're almost laying those thoughts out in front of you. So journaling is like that, but again, up-leveled. It's getting everything out in front of you so you can see it for what it is. Because again, when it's in your mind, that big equation feels very overwhelming and difficult and you're thinking, shit, how do I deal with this? But when it's on a piece of paper, it's just a few numbers written down. And it's the same for your thoughts. We tend to catastrophize and exaggerate and things feel heavier when they are locked inside our minds. But when we put them out in front of us, it just becomes an equation. So I hope that this perspective helps you to kind of understand, you know what, this isn't just something that is a self-development hack that people talk about because it's fun and you get to write in a pretty notebook. But this is something that's actually a vital skill you need to develop in order to understand and manage your mind better. It's something I really hope that we can pass on to our our kids and our friends and our families because it's free for everybody. It's simple. Anybody can do it anywhere. 
There are many different ways to do it, but it is possibly one of the most vital things we can learn, especially when it comes to managing anxiety and and understanding your worries, but just generally for improving the quality of our lives and allowing us to not live inside our minds, but to actually live inside our bodies and be present in our lives because we're not constantly trying to figure out these equations in our minds. So... This is your new perspective on it, and this is how I want you to see it. So, so important. This is a vital non-negotiable for you. Now, the question is, how do you do it? Are there different ways you can do it? How do you make it work for you? What do you do if you don't like it? So, the first thing I want to talk about is there's a couple of kind of... Let's really just talk about what journaling is. In long and short, it is grabbing a piece of paper and it's writing some stuff down. Now, there are various different ways you can do it. You can buy five-minute journals, which are brilliant, and they have a prompt, which maybe you just do one per day. You can Google journal prompts. So maybe you've got, um, you want to think about anxiety, you want to think about self-worth or confidence or life goals, manifestation, whatever it is. Google, what are journal prompts for this particular topic? And maybe you do one every day. You can free write. You can just sort of throw things out in front of you, write whatever's in your mind, get it out on a piece of paper for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever works for you. Journaling in its simplest form is writing something down. It doesn't matter which route you do it, whether, like I said, it's prompts, whether it's every day, whether it's for five minutes, whether it's for an hour each time, but it's about getting things out. That is what journaling is. So if you're somebody that doesn't like writing, one of my first tips would be, talk into a voice memo in your phone and listen back to it. Now, there is something therapeutic and cathartic about writing, um, but I know some people also feel very, uh, you know, don't want to write things down on a piece of paper and then they worry about people finding them or whatever. Um, But also, you can destroy your journaling if you want to. If it feels very personal and private and you want to get rid of it, then you write it and then get rid of it. That's absolutely up to you. Or try talking to your phone. Talking to a voice note, listen back to it and delete it. You will go through the same process. Whilst it might not feel as cathartic as writing, you will be getting everything out of your system and then you'll be listening back to it and understanding. And that's the same as writing everything down and then reading it and understanding it. So if you're thinking, I don't want to write or I don't have time to write, then try speaking into something. One of my clients, um, we have her, she she gets ready every day, does her makeup, she puts her phone on and she talks into her phone. And, and that's how we manage it because she likes to journal, but she hasn't really got time. So we schedule in some journaling at different points, maybe more intensive sessions. But every day she just has a little conversation, gets things out of her system. And that's her way of kind of verbal journaling is what we call it. So I don't really care how you do it, <clears throat> but all I would care about is that you get it out of your system and you get it out of your mind whether that's out of your mouth or through your hand I want you to get those thoughts and those equations onto a piece of paper or into a voice note and just get it out of your mind so you can start making sense of it that is journaling that's all it is now I talked about journal prompts journal prompts are a really good place to start if you feel a bit like I don't know what to do or I don't know what to write about and what I would say to you is I would try one journal prompt a day and I would try a little bit of free writing a day. So one journal prompt will probably take you five minutes to write about and free writing you could probably allocate five minutes to as well. So that's five minutes in the morning, perhaps five minutes in the evening. I always find that free writing is better in the evening because when you've had a long day, you have more to think about, more to write about and more to get out of your mind. It's also really helpful before bedtime because if you're somebody that lies in bed and you're thinking about lots of things and you're thinking, oh my God, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Writing it down really helps to clear that. 
So I always recommend to free write at the end of the day and try a prompt in the morning. So perhaps you're really interested in manifestation. You might pick a manifestation prompt and do it first thing in the morning and that's almost like some intention setting. Those are two different forms of journaling with different intentions. One is very much about future planning, is about more of depth of understanding of yourself, whatever prompt you choose. And it's more of kind of a deep dive, whereas a free write is kind of that, like we talked about figuring out equations, is just getting it out of your mind. So those are two different ways you can kind of use journaling. So the, the latter, the free writing, very much talks about when we're talking about the vital part. So if there is one thing you do, I would say make sure it's the free writing. If you think I can only do five minutes a day, I would do the free writing. Because this is what really lends itself to getting those things out of your mind onto a piece of paper and helping you understand them better. But if you've got a little bit more time or you want to do a little bit more digging deep into who you are, what you want, understanding yourself, then I would try adding in a prompt as well. It also, if you're like, if you're somebody that likes to be guided and likes to feel like you're having a little plan, you can plan that more, can't you? Because you can pick seven prompts and do one every day. So, There are different ways to do it and this is what I would suggest if you're kind of somebody that gets bored of journaling or somebody that wants to kind of do it in a minimal way and doesn't want to spend too much time doing it. And now another way you can do this is if you really hate it or you don't have time every day, why not schedule in a journaling session once a week? Maybe in this session you answer five or six prompts and you spend some time free writing. This is okay if it works for you. We talk about consistency and consistency is really important, but consistency also doesn't have to be every day. If you consistently journal once a week and that's a commitment you make to yourself, that is still consistent. That is still 52 times a year. That is still four times a month. So it, it doesn't have to be that this is something you do every single day. And this is something I see a lot with people. They think for something to be a valid and workable part of their routine, it has to happen every day. And this isn't true. Consistency doesn't have to be daily. Now, there are lots of things I want you to do daily, and I hope that you do, whether it's committing time to yourself, whether it's mirror work, whether it's affirmations, whatever whatever it is that you're doing. I hope there are commitments that you make to yourself every day, even if it's just five minutes. But if you really hate journaling, it doesn't have to be one of them. And there are other ways of doing it. So I really find that breaking down this mentality of something having to be done for long periods of time every single day for it to be effective, for it to be useful, or for you to feel successful at doing it, it, it's just not true. And breaking down that idea is really important. So another way of doing this might be, right, well, on a Sunday, I have a little reset, I spend an hour journaling. I do these many prompts, I do this much free writing, and then I plan in for the next week what I'm going to do. I find my prompts for the following week, and I allocate how much time I'm going to free write for the following week, and so on. All that matters is you decide, right, this is what I think is going to be best for me, not what's going to be easiest, but this is what I think is going to be best for me, and this is how I'm going to do it. But journaling is powerful. We've talked about why it's important from a perspective of understanding and getting things out of your mind and clearing things up on that stress perspective and overthinking things like that. But also as I've touched upon, this is a really great opportunity for you to get to know yourself better. It doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be for long periods of time. It doesn't have to be in the morning. It doesn't have to be in the evening. It can be whenever you want to do it. But you need to have some sort of plan 
And I just urge you to try your best to do it because this is something that is so powerful. It needs to be a non-negotiable, not something that you sometimes do, not something that you've thought about, but you know, this is free. This is simple. Anyone can do it. You can do it anywhere. You can find different ways to make it work. Like I said about the verbal journaling, about once a week journaling, about five minutes in the morning, evening, whatever it is, this is a valuable tool that is something to help you for the rest of your life manage your mind. This isn't, you know, it is actually a quick fix in the sense that you automatically will feel better having written things down. But it's also something that's going to have a cumulative effect over time because you're going to be clearing that mental space. Every time you get something out, you create space for yourself to think about things that actually really matter. And you create a more emotional space. You create a better environment for your mind that allows you to deal with the information that's coming in and get rid of things that you don't need to be thinking about and, and solve those equations more simply. So I am one of those people that I love writing but journaling took a long time for me to get into and finding my way of doing it much like I spoke about before not necessarily having to be something I do every single day all the time it, it, it's something that is so useful and with every tool in your self-love journey or in your self-development journey it's about finding a way that makes it work for you so ask yourself if you're somebody that journals already are you doing it to the best of your ability if you're somebody that hates journaling, how can you make it part of your routine without it being horrendous and actually reap the benefits without being stressed about it or thinking, oh God, this is so boring? Think about what works for you and how you can streamline that process and make it better. But really understand why it's so necessary that you do it, why it's so powerful and what you can do to really help yourself in not just now, not just the short term, but in the long term, because it's one of those free, incredible tools that you can use. You might come up with your own system of doing it. You might come up with um, particular prompts or understanding that this is how you like to talk about them. This is how, this is the particular prompts that really help you understand yourself further or the topics you really want to explore. Like there are so many different things you can do with it so many different avenues that it's one of those tools that is also really hard to get bored of because there's so many ways you can make it more interesting. You know, you could do some inner child journaling, you can do confidence, you can do self-worth, you can do healing, you can do manifestation. Like there is so much. You can also put all your free writing in there. And then once a week, maybe you can look at your free writing and go, okay, what is this telling me? And maybe I can look at this kind of prompt and this topic. There is so much available to you and it's such a simple, incredible tool. Now, if you would like some journal prompts, I'm more than happy to send you some. Um, so if you have listened to this podcast and you thought, you know what, I would love that. I really hate journaling or I really love it. and I want to know a bit more. Then simply drop me a DM on Instagram. You know all of my details and I'm more than happy to send over some journal prompts to you. But there are also so many resources out there. Having a quick Google will, will bring up so many free available prompts to you. And like I said, free writing is always an option. Just writing out what is in your mind onto a piece of paper is so simple, is so easy. It doesn't have to be a pretty notebook. It doesn't have to be a super posh pen. It can be a scrappy bit of paper that you get rid of afterwards. Like I know a lot of people keep their journals and they like to put 
look look back through them and whatever and that's great if you want to do that but if that also doesn't work for you that's okay what matters is you are getting these life equations out of your mind onto a piece of paper or verbally and listening back to it and you're allowing yourself to understand it and solve the equation rather than ruminating rather than feeling overwhelmed and rather than feeling totally lost in your own mind so I'm going to talk about something as well in a, in a later episode about perhaps creating a space where you'd like to journal. And I'm going to talk about something called a sanctuary. Um, and I'm going to go into this in much more detail. But this may come up for journaling and it'll be something for you to consider as well. So keep an ear out for that episode. In the meantime, if you want some prompts, drop me a message. I'm more than happy to send some over. And just remember, this is a powerful, powerful tool. Stop seeing it as a you know, an extra thing you could be doing and start seeing it as a vital tool you learn to use in a way that works for you so you can manage your mind a million times better than you currently are. Because let's be honest, your mind can be a place where amazing things happen or it can be a little bit of a prison. And a lot of this comes down to having so much going on that we don't understand, that we can't figure out and that we ruminate and exaggerate and overcomplicate and catastrophize. And a lot of that can be solved by putting this on a piece of paper and getting it out to solve the equation. So thank you for listening. Take care. Drop me an email if you want those uh, journal prompts and I will speak to you very, very soon. Thanks for listening to the Growth Guru podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, then please subscribe, share with your friends and leave a rating and review. To keep up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the.growth.guru. Keep growing and I'll catch you next time.